Welcome to Vitality Exchange Boost in Conversations, the interview series behind the Investing in Vitality podcast. On today's bonus episode, I'm sharing a clip from my conversation with Dr. John Rapoli, a self-actualization health coach, author, and the clinical director at Jacksonville Health and Wellness Center. Dr. John and I talk about why we need to switch our illness story to a wellness story by doing good and putting heart into the health equation. The full conversation with Dr. John Rapoli can be found in the Vitality Exchange Group within the WellStylist Lab community platform. I think people don't know what is available to them. Like the power that made the body can heal the body. You know, it's like we need to get out of the way in order for it to heal. All medical offices should be coaching facilities to really start a patient first things first eat healthy, start exercising, self-care practices. And then once you get that fundamental root, then you start laying on these amazing technologies, biohacking and all the other things. But if the root's not there, it's hard to, to move upward. You know? And so we really try to change that paradigm. And some people like it and some people don't, you know, because we're, we're asking people to be very autonomous about their own health and, and to, to not just throw a thousand supplements at them, right? What? You don't have a cure <laughs> or a pill or a, a instant, you know, um, packet that I can put down my throat and all of a sudden I'm going to feel 500% better? Not yet. No? Uh, no. No? <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> well, I, I do think it's the culture, right? Yeah. It's the way we're taught that that instant gratification, I mean, quite frankly... Think about all of our lives anyways. There's just so many things that we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be working to earn a living, to be safe and secure, right? So all of these things, they start adding up. And, you know, normal people are just like, when, when, where's the break? And I feel like we, we are already automatically put into that mindset, mm-hmm. right? So to unlearn that and actually take a more holistic approach. I could see why it feels uncomfortable and there's a lot of pushback. Yeah, everybody has an illness story. And it's this story about, you know, where they're currently at, why they're currently here. And the very first thing that we ask our functional medicine patients to do, our holistic patients, is to sign a contract with themselves. And it's a wellness story. And what is that story that they want to step into, right? And uh, who do they want to become, you know? actualizing that potential we lose willpower we really have to have that why power it's a mind game it's interesting we have a patient come in they may have stage zero breast cancer as an example and uh, you know they're they're scared out of their mind because the trajectory there is chemo and radiation and da 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 and um and it's presented in such a way as that there there is no option there's zero options available and it's like well yeah the the body can do a lot of amazing things and so i don't think we're giving our body the credit it deserves um i think we are abusing it in ways that we've never abused it before and we're our own blocks we're the issue if we can get our own self ego out of the way I think uh, it's pretty remarkable what the body might be able, you know, to do. Yeah, I keep seeing all of these amazing healing stories, and it really is, truly starts with the belief. Yeah. So. And people 
sometimes poo poo. You know, that's because like <laughs> they poo poo the woo woo. They poo the woo woo. Yeah, but you know, and that's why like we always start like we were talking about with that illness story to wellness story. Like you know, you have to create your new belief system. Just to give an example to to people listening, it's like. Well, you know, I don't necessarily know if I believe that my beliefs, you know, really shape my health. Two people waiting for a roller coaster. One person is cool, calm, and collected, and the other person is sweating. The other person's blood pressure up. The other person's pulse is up. And there's no difference other than their thought about what's to happen. So just magnify that with belief systems that are intertwined around their health their wellness and what they should or what they can't do and chasing low priority values every day and not going after the valuable like wow you can change your life dramatically but your thought just in that simple example has an effect but imagine you know some people have stinky thoughts like all day long they're gonna have stinky physiology all day long too <laughs> so yeah it's it it really does affect it and it's not the whole answer of course, it's, you know, it's part of this whole plan, you know, of eating healthy, exercising, you know, thinking right, pooping right, all the things that we need to do right, you know. Do you believe that disease starts with the, the negative thoughts and the sh chronic stress? Is that one of the ways that disease starts in the body? Yeah, I think one of the tenets that we hold in our office, you know, and that I've written about is... It's a systems theory, you know, this idea that there is no such thing as cause and effect. Okay, it's causes and effects. And although that's such a simple equation, it tells us causes with the S equal effects. Everything affects everything. So all is fair game, physical, emotional, mental, relational, spiritual, genetic, epigenetic, all of that. Environmental. Environmental. Yeah, you name it. And so, you know, it's, I think we always try to look for that one pigeonhole thing. But to answer your question, absolutely. Is your diet play a role? Absolutely. Like it's yes to everything. But health is, I believe it's a science, but I also think it's an art. Because then you look at all of the things that are affecting you. And your job is to intuitively maybe with the help of a practitioner and maybe objective findings, but really subjectively, intuitively. The art part is what are the low hanging fruit right now that I need to work on? The three or four things that will create the domino effect that will get me the trajectory I need. And that's part of the art is to really figure out what those things are. Um, but yeah, I think it's, I think everything affects everything. And that's kind of, you know, our approach to, to health and why we go in so many different directions with patients. Um, if they let us, you know, we, we, we always teach them what they need and give them what they want, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Make them one yeah. what they need. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so you have a book. It's Illness to Wellness. Yeah, it's Illness to Wellness. And illness to wellness has within it this concept of I to we. And so and it's an, an important concept to me because we don't want to have another health book that leaves the heart, you know, out of the equation. Um, and the idea is that we're moving from an I center of consciousness, which is a focusing in on egocentric concerns, I, me, mine, 
entitlement. I could do whatever I want to the environment. There's no responsibility to others, animals. And we're moving into a we-centered consciousness. And this we-centered consciousness is beautiful. It's based on integral theory. And about 5 to 10% right now of the population is at this cosmic consciousness where it's this all-encompassing love, concern for all human beings, regardless of age, sex, gender, all of that, um, all sentient creatures, regardless of the species, the ant to the dog, um, all of manifestation. And what comes out of that is that doing good is good for you. In other words, when we choose to not engage in factory farming, um, we protect our body and we protect you know, the animals. And when I give somebody a hug, I get oxytocin hit. And so the game of life is set up exactly as it should be, right? When we do the right thing, we get rewarded and we, we follow our heart. Um, not only does our love and compassion expand, but our health expands. And that's kind of the thesis that's running through the book because I think it's a big part of that it's left out of the health equation, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things, right, like that are coming out science-based, right? And it's not just woo-woo. A lot yeah. of people think it's woo-woo, but it's actually science-based. I mean, you have, you have quantum physics and the concept that we are just energy. We're not actually solid matter. And that you can feel other people's energy and you have a, you know, um, impact on other people. We don't realize how we're contributing to the collective consciousness in everything that we do. We are literally you know, contributing to it. It's like our spiritual genetics has contributed to the collective conscious, every decision that we make, making it easier for somebody else to do the same thing. In my own formulation of kind of what is the, the mass disease of humankind, it's the addiction to the small, conditioned, little self. And, you know, we're basically trapped in this box of, of addiction to this old, outdated self that doesn't realize that it can grow like a butterfly, you know, and, and we trap it and don't allow it to do that. But, but that's, yeah, that's, that's the, the biggest issue, I think, is that kind of breaking through that, that ego, for sure. Thank you for listening. Check out the Vitality Exchange for more resources, interaction, and online masterclasses. Dr. John and I talk about everything from patient relations to his new book, Illness to Wellness, and his certificate program, Wellness by Design, a functional and holistic medicine coaching program that will be launching in 2024. You can visit his website at www.itowecoach.com and www.drnrapoli.com or follow him on Instagram at Dr. John Rapoli or on Facebook at John Rapoli. Next week, be on the lookout for Investing in Vitality, Episode 4, Conscious Consumerism.